0: The following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
0: about you, Cowboys? Yes!
2: Go,
3: Cowboys! This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Live. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown.
0: And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, Rob Phillips and Kyle Yeoman. It is a
3: wall to wall Wednesday edition here at Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company in the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco. Today we preview the Cowboys defense versus that New York Giants offense. How can the Cowboys? Get to 2 and one on the NFL season. As always, Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Doing fantastic, my friend. Well, have you regrouped from yesterday? Maybe a little. (laughs)
1: Lollipop.
3: I knew Isaiah was going to bring it up at some point. I didn't. I didn't bring it up. No. but you going to put it on Twitter? Oh, absolutely. lutely Oh, had to. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Went straight to the screen record because we're brothers. And threw it right back up there. we <laughs> singing <laughs> and then when I thought it was only Twitter. <laughs>
1: Give me a high five.
3: <laughs> I turned around and I went on Facebook. Robbie, I am my tagged on Facebook. it was. It was, brother's brother's oh, I I was, it was just keeper. too good yes. to let it just go away. My grandparents watched that. Oh, yeah. I think I, about think I that. saw it on MySpace, Rob, too. Do you, do you <laughs> probably was. If it
2: had been me, it would have been on Black Planet. Right? You know? Kyle would have put it on Black Planet. He would have put it on MySpace. College everything. Club. World Star. Everything. Oh, he definitely would have been World Star.
4: If you haven't checked World it out, star. the end of the show, just go to Isaiah's Twitter page. He clipped it off. I just want to say, my 72-year-old uh, sainted mother no, she saw it. Uh, watches every day. <laughs> She watched it, and she thought so it was the funniest good. damn thing she's yes. seen in it's a while. It's so
2: good. Yes. It's so good. So be proud good. of yourself,
3: Kyle. You made my mom laugh. So good. We're
2: getting shirts made. So uh, good. Lollipop. It's lollipop, lollipop.
3: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. I, okay. the, Greg Zerline the, the lollipop best. I know. It's, <laughs> it's going to be like Greg Holden. So, Isaiah's Dirty Mind. <laughs> oh, it was classic. The Golly. Thing snowballed <laughs> so quickly, and I just I could see it just getting a little oh, bit further
2: out of reach it was for like me. Abort, so lucky like was, <laughs> <kept going>. <laughs> so like Beamer wasn't on that camera right oh, there the whole time. Yeah. He would, everybody would have saw like this, the, the meltdown.
3: He was there. What? That's I, what really set I, it I'm off. I'm glad it was what? on the one shot because it's all my meltdown. Yeah, oh yeah. Because absolutely. I, it, whenever I say Greg Zerline instead of Brett Maher. <laughs> I looked around and I was like, "Oh God!" It. I was like, "Did I? Uh, oh no!" Oh. And then I just like put my head oh, down. So that was good. all natural reaction because I knew Dude. it was done. Rob, I knew Rob was P so picked old. it up in like the first like three seconds. of you started to talk about the lollipop, I looked at Rob Isaiah Picked it oh, up. So good. You said it. You're trying to set up. He made two long field goals. Uh I know. We know what you going to say there, Kyle. Was there? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. It's not going to go on your reel. That's okay. It might might go on my reel. Maybe should. Maybe I should put it on the website. It shows personality, right? Love it. All right. So let's talk about the Cowboys a little bit here. Cowboys back on the practice field today. They had an off day yesterday, and then they get back into normal work going into the Monday Night Football. Matchup with the New York Giants. A little news yesterday, though, wasn't an off day for everybody. But uh, Rob Phillips, news and notes. Well, you know how we talked. We spent a
4: lot of the first segment yesterday talking about what what does this wide receiver depth chart look like when Michael Gallup comes back? When inevitably Jalen Tolbert becomes part of the mix on game day. Well, there's one domino. Uh, Dennis Houston waived, and um, we can get into why. I mean, I think I think some people fans were surprised by it, but. We, we talked about how once guys get healthy, maybe Gallup's back this week, James Washington here maybe in a couple weeks when he's eligible to come off IR, what happens with the young wide receivers? So there's only so many spots to go around. Um, maybe, like I said, maybe MG's back this week, and it, it also creates roster flexibility for week three. So couple practice squad elevations we'll probably see. Obviously, Will Greer, they need an eighth offensive lineman as they did last week so they can get 48 on the game day roster. That's the NFL rules. And so you might need a third spot because think about Dalton Schultz, and I'm just throwing this out there. Think about Dalton Schultz' knee sprain and the fact that maybe they need to add a tight end. Maybe Sean McCune, let's just say, off the practice squad. That would, that would take – that's three guys potentially. I didn't even mention Jason Peters, but that's three guys potentially for two spots yeah. right now. So – Roster manipulation, roster tinkering, but uh, a little surprising. Just because, I mean, we, we we talked about it yesterday. Dennis Houston's a guy that QB one trusts and has made you know an impression since training camp started.
3: Yeah, it's, a- it was interesting whenever it came down because that's the initial reaction. is everybody's like, "Wait, I thought he was impressive. I thought right. Dak loved him. I thought this, that, and the other." But ultimately, it comes down to who's going to pass through waivers more easily. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's a lock, no matter what. Ask Ridgeway. It, exactly. Yeah, John yeah. Ridgeway, they would have loved to have him back on the practice squad. It's never right. a lock, but who is more likely to get through it? If you're going to throw a third-round pick out on waivers, that's not happening. Yeah, not at all. Not going to happen. Jalen Tolbert will never go on waivers at any point, especially as a rookie in a third-round pick, no matter if he was active or not for the first two games. Cool. Right. Dennis Houston has an opportunity, especially with the NFL being loaded at wide receiver mm-hmm. quite a bit, Throughout the the league, he has a really good shot of of coming back and being on the practice squad. So ultimately, that's what they did here, right? Right, I and mean, that's what they're it's hoping. just playing for. the game of risk. Yeah,
1: that's what they're hoping for. And and point of clarity for uh, for the fans that were saying, okay, well, this move is to bring up Gallup. Well, Gallup is already being carried on the Act of Fifty Three, so no roster seat is needed for Gallup because he already has a roster seat. So point of clarity there. Uh, but to Rob's point, uh, it does potentially you know put some eyes on Gallup as far as a possible return for Monday night. So. That's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it, and I love that Rob put this out there on Twitter and and reiterated it here this morning, Sean McEwen might be an option for elevation depending upon what happens with Dalton Schultz. They don't know just yet what's going to happen with Schultz. That'll be a later in the week decision, might even be a game time decision. We'll see if he charters with the team on Sunday. That'll be kind of an indicator there. Um, But, of course, there's the the gorilla in the room, Jason Peters, right? Jason Peters might be uh, an option for filling that roster spot. Uh, We'll see how that goes because head coach Mike McCarthy earlier this week put him in the same breath as Michael Gallup in that both of those players are going to be given a full workload in team drills this week. If Jason Peters uh, looks like he's ready to go, He could be available on Monday. Now, Kyle, you and I had this discussion on yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jerry Jones said on 105.3 FM, the fan, that he doesn't necessarily see that Peters would be available for uh, Monday night against the Giants, but there are levels to this. So he could be on the active roster as insurance, but not necessarily put out there just yet unless something is not going well at left guard, for example, with Matt Farniak Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. So tons of roster flexibility created here. The Cowboys, I can almost promise you, they are hoping against Hope to not have a John Ridgway situation. They want Houston back on yeah. the practice squad. He is, in fact, Dak's guy. Um, so we'll see because the, the waiver claims they'll be submitted here in a few hours. And if he
2: clears, I expect he'll be back in the building this afternoon. What are your thoughts? I, you, guys, you guys hit it all. I think that's their game plan. I'm not sure if that's going to be effective. <laughs> but, but I think you know, there's, when there's been so much talk about a player, even though you haven't seen a whole lot of film um, in regards to him, there there are a lot of receivers out there, but a lot of those veteran receivers that are sure things are – are coming off of injuries for the most part. Yeah. So there's a lot of younger guys that are unproven. Well, if there's a younger guy that was undrafted, unproven, and all of a sudden you hear word coming out of Dallas that he's – no, not only is he a guy that's trusted, but he's a guy that started his first two games as after being undrafted. You, there's probably something to that guy, and you might want to snatch him up. So the chances of him clearing Ravers, I hear it because he's undrafted, right? But the reality is Jalen Tober was drafted – and didn't play the first two games this kid was undrafted and played the first two not only to play but started so if i'm another team out there at least my antennas are up as to what 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 is it with this guy
1: that's absolutely fair and i'm glad you brought up jalen tober obviously enacted the first two games one of the reasons was uh, dennis houston with dennis houston not in the mix at the moment Best case, he's on the practice squad later this
3: afternoon. Now there's a clear lane for you know, Jalen mm. Tolbert to possibly be active on Monday Night Football. Let me ask this question then. I mean, the Cowboys, from a wide receiver standpoint, if James Washington and Michael Gallup are both available, just in this hypothetical, would Dennis Houston be active? Probably not, no, right? No, no. I don't think he's active at no. all. Think about it from another NFL standpoint. If you pluck him off of the practice squad or pluck him off of waivers, he's got to be on your active roster for three weeks. So that's what's going to give this an opportunity for him to work his way back. Because sure. I, I hear you out in terms of young receivers. Oh, there might be something to Dennis Houston. That could always happen. You could have the New York Giants waiting and, and saying, "Wow, we don't really have a whole lot of wide receiver," which we're going to talk about a little later in the show. But we're going to maybe we're going to add this guy who knows the Cowboys side of things too. It could be just ah, as David easy as Smith. That could tactic. be but that's something to, to look out for but they would have to keep him on the active roster for three weeks right yeah well same thing with ridgway in washington right same. now yeah. yeah
4: and and yeah i mean there's teams like the bears that claimed five guys after yep. final cuts because they just need they need talent they need, need guys young guys bodies come in and compete so dennis houston played 60 snaps in the first two games caught two passes for 16 yards obviously from a production standpoint Maybe it wasn't, you know, up to what they were hoping for. Um, Mike McCarthy said something after game one, and he didn't specifically talk about specific receivers, but he did say about bump and run coverage. If if you can't win there, it's the NFL may not be f- for you. I don't know if he's specifically talking about Dennis Houston, but they wanted to see more against that type of coverage and 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 coverage style. And uh, he's a young guy who's still kind of trying to find his way here, so that's yeah. why
1: they made that decision. And I, and I think what, what's also worked against Dennis Houston in this conversation, or in the front office front offices conversation about Dennis Houston, uh, prior to waving him, is when will Dak be back? Right, because this is Dak's guy. You saw Dak target him five times in Week One. It's not Cooper Rush's guy. Noah Brown is Cooper Rush's guy. You saw Cooper Rush target Dennis Houston. One time. Yeah. It yielded zero catches, zero yards. So that could be a part of the the logistics as well, saying, okay, well, we believe in Dennis Houston. We feel like he can get it done, more specifically with QB1. Um, We're willing to risk him the waivers, especially being that QB1 isn't ready to come back just yet. Let's hopefully get him on the practice squad. By the time QB1 (laughs) comes back, then we'll, you know, kind of look into that situation again so Cowboys kind of playing it uh, I think as best they can it is a a bit of a a roll of the dice because like Isaiah said uh, you know you put out a guy on waivers hoping that
3: that's the one that's most likely to clear but at the end of the day you just never know I hate it for Dennis Houston because he works all the way through camp he does everything right and he gets to that point but I think he knows that the NFL is the NFL. It's a business. Mm, he's for learning it. He's There's, learning it. Yeah. There's so many. He has so many positive stories. No doubt about him,
2: though. You know, yeah. and I, and the, and I guess the, kid. aside from his ability, aside from the fact that he started the first two games as an undrafted guy on the Dallas Cowboys, at that, yeah. The fact, the story that was out about him was his willingness to come in and learn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Coach that's the love story him. that's out there. So yeah. if your organization that says, okay, maybe he needs a little bit of time. Yeah, but Dak and everybody else around there said he came in and learned the system super fast and yep. became a trusted guy and studied his butt off. You're, you'll you take a risk on that guy, or quote-unquote risk, if you're another organization. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, so we'll I see think what it, happens. It,
1: it, it'll go one of two ways because you have the, the Malik Davises of the world wherein I was kind of stunned that Malik Davis cleared waivers after final cuts and was able to land back here in Dallas. And then you see John Ridgeway, and you're like, oh, Ridgewell clear. Nope. So <laughs> you really there's no rhyme or reason to yeah. it for the yeah. most part. We'll, so we'll see. I mean, hopefully needs. he lands back
3: in here because I'm a big fan of his uh, his upside. Yeah. Yeah. When would we know that, Rob? When when does that come down? Three, yeah. Okay. Yeah. three o'clock ish. Okay, three o'clock today. Yeah. So by yeah. tomorrow on this show, we'll we'll have an update for you on whether or not Dennis Houston is on the practice squad or not. But there is another spot opened up now because of this move. I want to put you guys in the GM shoes. You are now the Hypothetical GM of the Dallas Cowboys. Does you know my answer. come with that paycheck? I know Isaiah's answer. <laughs> I know.
4: I know. You're I'm going to let you. I'm going to let,
3: let you go first, just to get it out of the way. But there's guys on the practice squad that you need to bring up. Is it a tight end to combat Dalton Schultz and his potential health? Uh Is it a maybe a veteran, a Wiley veteran on the offensive line that's been waiting and ramping up and needs some snaps with the with the first team in order strong to get ready? Pretty strong hints. Feel like you're leading. There's a lot of things going on, but Isaiah, who would you bring up from the practice squad, and why would you do it now? Peters. Oh, oh, <laughs> Peters. 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 Shocked. I don't want Peters. Okay, so you make fun of me for lollipop, <laughs> and you that.
2: get this. I'm going at. It. <laughs> I wanna see if you're gonna bite on it. Nah, Alright, so go with Peters. Whoa. Okay, so Pulse. I want him the- oh my god! I said <laughs> Peters. You're going to see if he's gonna bite on it. I said Peters <laughs> All right. So I wanna see Ooh. Peters at the at the garden. Oh position. he's done. <laughs> Carl's done. I knew it was gonna get him. I knew it was gonna <laughs> I'm get trying him. to get at. I'm trying to get back there. at Isaiah. <laughs> so oh, I knew I want him at the guard position. Yeah, I've said it all week. I've said it since last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is the game that he that he shows up. I think last week he was probably doing some conditioning and getting his legs underneath and make sure that his wind was right. And now I'm pretty sure they'll see if he can actually hold it down and, and find any continuity. and Make sure that his that his eyes are are um, are disciplined. That his footwork's right. His hand placement's good. And that he can understand the the Pass sets and the running, all all the all the schemes. And if he shows that, and he's and he's actually they they get another day of practice now this week, right? If
3: he can show that with this extra week of extra day of practice, I think he'll be out there. And I think he should be out there. And why would you want him at guard and not move Tyler Smith back into guard? Just reiterate. Because Tyler Smith at guard struggled. It's uh-huh. not his natural position. You were hoping to
2: fill him into that role while he got some practice, some some game reps underneath his belt so that the transition to left tackle would be easier when yeah. the time allowed for. But the, t- the transition to left tackle, well, it happened a lot sooner than they ever hoped for. So they slide him out there, and guess what? Oh, he's damn good at it. And he's figuring it out. He's not all the way there yet, but he is a great for for Tyron Smith and in the in the whole speculation oh well what if Tyron Smith comes back okay well if he does come back which i don't see <laughs> happening but if he does come back wouldn't you like to have uh, Tyron Smith and a Jason Peters on the left side that sounds really fun yeah it sounds nice yeah, it that sounds, sounds provocative Very nice. so without having to move guys around again so that's my outlook provocative
3: so gets the people going w- when <laughs> we were talking about this scenario early it was kind of a pipe dream initially because you didn't really know where Tyron was going to come back or Tyler. It was just like the first initial conversation right when the Tyron injury yep. happened. And then they signed Jason Peters. So And then lose Connor McGovern. It, yeah, and that's the that was the other part, is Connor McGovern in there too. With Tyler Smith moving out and playing well, that was what we gave as the best case scenario. Nice. Was that he came out and he balled out in the first couple games without Jason Peters ready to go, and then you were able to just slide him in. Mm-hmm. I agree with you completely now. At the time, I would have liked to see Jason Peters at tackle because I thought Tyler Smith was going to stay at guard, and then even when he moved at the tackle, I wasn't sure how he was going to play. He came out, he's played really well. One penalty, he's only allowed one snap, or excuse me, sack, In 130 snaps played.
1: Mm. No start, (laughs) Rob. Sorry.
3: His run blocking grade has been phenomenal on pro football focus. I know that's not the be-all, end-all, but he's been a 75 there. He's been in the 70s overall, which is tops of especially rookie Mm. offensive linemen. He's played really well. So you're saying you're on a stand-back bandwagon? I'm on the stand-back bandwagon. bandwagon. It's okay. There's room. Here's (laughs) the thing, though.
1: The variables have changed. Oh, the variables have they changed. They have, but they, I, but, but I have been steadfast. You
2: have, <laughs> you like that, right there? You see, you where have I have that.
1: But the variables
2: have changed. <laughs> Kyle's not giving me anything today. No, it's okay.
3: <laughs> it's okay.
2: I'm on you. <laughs> Damn it! Really?
3: Are you done? Wow! Oh my god! Wow. Okay, listen. Keep going, Pat.
2: Listen. Tiger milk.
1: All right. <laughs> I am in agreement now with Isaiah simply because the variables have changed. The variables have changed. So especially when you talk about losing Connor McGovern, right? The the situation is completely different. Uh number one, I was all I was always, and you can agree. You were always no, 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 no. <laughs> I was always on team. Don't move Tyler back to guard. Okay. Okay. I was okay. on that team. Okay. So that's okay. facts. Right. Okay. Cool. That's that's the science on that one. Now, the the reason I was. Kind of hesitant on where to put Peters outside of left tackle because don't move Tyler. I figured Tyler would be good. Admittedly, didn't know he'd be great right off the bat. Shouts out to the rookie, good yeah. lord. Um, but then it was like, okay, well McGovern is there, you know, da 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 da. McGovern's not there now. Dealing with a high ankle sprain. They say a couple weeks or so. We'll see how that goes. But he's not. He's probably not suiting up for Monday night. If Jason Peters is available and ready, first of all, from a GM perspective, I'm not even making this decision until Friday afternoon, Saturday, maybe. <clears throat> I need to go through all of these practices. Yep. I need to see how is Dalton Schultz looking, mm-hmm. right? I need to see how is Michael Gallup looking. And the reason I say that specifically, Michael Gallup, because to me that plays into the the question of a Sean McEwen. Because if Dalton Schultz is not going to go, on one hand, you could say, ah, you absolutely can't go into a game with only two tight ends. That's That's kind of dangerous, right? Fair enough. But if Michael Gallup is ready to go, in lieu of Dalton Schultz, Gallup's addition to the active roster then lessens the need for the third tight end because Gallup is going to be getting a lot of that production. Yeah. Right? So, in that aspect, if Gallup is ready, if Gallup is up, but Schultz is down, it, it's a wash. It brings me right back to Jason Peters. So, again, I'm not making the decision until Saturday, Friday afternoon at the latest. But given all the variables, I'm right there with with Isaiah. I'm thinking it's Jason Peters. So Gallup's
3: already on the active roster, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't need to make a spot for him, period. Okay, so it's really kind of a mood point there, too, is you don't need to activate him or move him up or do any roster move. It's basically tight ends, Jason Peters. Maybe somebody else there's, on the on the roster. There's one seat left in the bandwagon. Mm. Mm-hmm. You want to get in, Rob? I'm not on it. What? I'm not on it. What on, do you want to I'm,
4: I'm, I'm, I'm on the bandwagon of Peters and Tyler Smith playing together. I love that idea. <laughs> <Together>. Yes, <laughs> I love that idea. But I the only thing and, and like I'm torn on it to some extent because you guys are right. Like Tyler Smith, if he's the left tackle of the future, and he's showing promise and he's playing pretty well. Why would you move him back inside? I just wonder, and I said this, I think when they added Jason Peters, he's 40. He's never played left guard. He's just now getting into football shape. You're asking him to play a new position inside that's probably more physical. I don't know if that means an injury risk necessarily doing that at his age, but he's a left tackle for 20 years. If you're trying to get best five, I'm probably leaning more towards Peters playing his natural left tackle spot. Uh, reluctantly kick Tyler Smith inside to guard. Mm. And uh and yeah, like No said, we'll see on Schultz this week, but you gotta elevate Will Greer. You need an eighth healthy offensive lineman active if McGovern's not gonna go this week, which No see's right, probably not, although yeah. I think he's making progress. So it could be Alec Lindstrom again, maybe it is Jason Peters again, and uh I would I mean I would look at Sean McHugh and his insurance for Dalton
1: Schultz this week too. All right. Well so, that's, GM Direct deposit? Huh? GM
3: direct deposit. Oh, do you need me to yeah, pay hey, listen, you? Am no, I the owner there, There's in, no in romance this without finance, Kyle. Okay. <laughs> okay. Trust me, you do not want to see that paycheck <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we flip it to the defensive side of the football and see what the Cowboys' defense can do to slow down Saquon Barkley. Do they get in the backfield? Do they bring the pressure? Or do they do something a little different this week? When we come back with more Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah Savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this Cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Nobody
4: protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. Or was it they go, you go? (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem
1: like me.
2: Not available in every state. Based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In
1: most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar & Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
3: Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Join former NFL players for our first game day minicamp presented by Invisalign. Drop the kids off at Ford Center on October 2nd from 11.30 to 3.30 while you watch the Dallas Cowboys and Washington Commanders game from your favorite restaurant in the Star District. To, t- to register your footballer for camp, visit dallascowboys.com slash academy. Again, that's coming up on October 2nd from 11.30 to 3:30, a, a little mini camp presented by Invisalign. Oh, and the read we had yesterday, the uh, the Star Districts, Sounds of the Star. Featuring country music recording artists. That starts tonight. Ah. Yeah. So noise. come up to the star. Have some fun. 7 p.m. is when the high energy show. Texas. cowboy boots off. required? Texas. Uh, they're not required, but they would be encouraged. Highly
1: encouraged. It, yeah. Highly yeah. encouraged. Yeah. You got you got some boots in yours? Absolutely. Make it happen, Captain. Absolutely. And I Make
2: have a hat, happen. too. Oh, yeah. I'm a cowboy. And I'm yeah. I don't
3: need yeah. all this. We got to get you deeper into the country music. We right? need to get you on in pregame wearing that. Let's freaking go. Yeah. Wear it. I'm a rodeo dude. Are we all gonna go full cowboy no. this week? I love the rodeo. Did I that? love the rodeo, I
2: love bucking bulls. Like it's my thing. Like that's my retirement plan. Is to, but to, you haven't, to you be haven't in the rodeo? To breed bucking bulls. Oh, to be okay. Oh, ah, okay.
1: That's Interesting. Like during like the bye it. week,
2: like I'm thinking about going to the PBR finals down there in Vegas. I knew mm. you took the kids love but, it. but I I didn't know you were super into it. I love it, man. Okay. Any opportunity cool. is... I get. I So anybody got a plug in Vegas, holla at you boy. Yeah. <laughs> You heard. You learn something new about people that you
3: work with for a long time every day. How about Dude, that?
2: I watch the PBR every day. PBR Ride pass every single day. Wow. Yeah. How do you have time for this? It just happens to be on while I'm at the gym.
3: Mm, okay.
2: Mm. <laughs> Good to know. It happens to
3: be on. Did you see that subtle flex? You don't have 5.30 in the
2: morning. I'm watching PBR. <laughs> yeah. right that subtle gym
3: flex. You hold the subtle place? Subtle gym <laughs> flex, right? You're like, can we turn to sad something sad. else? I'm like, talk to ownership.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just happens to be on while I'm getting my gains. Yeah, while, I, while I'm
3: <laughs> throwing the around the weight.
1: No big deal. Mm-hmm. Sweat all, right. all over S- my balls. Oh, wow. that's Speaking of...
3: Speaking of throwing around the weight, is the answer Kyle's for Saquon it Barkley I have? Is the, is the answer for Saquon Barkley getting after Daniel Jones, getting in the backfield, and bringing the pressure, bringing the blitz? I'm going to go to Patrick first, because Rob is indisposed at the moment and still laughing. So... Is that the, the answer? Does Dan Quinn bring extra pressure to try and contain Barkley and honestly force him into being a pass protector?
1: Uh, hopefully not. Here's what I said yesterday, and I'm going to reiterate it. When it comes to defending the Giants, play them straight up. right? You, you want to ask your front four or three, if you go three-down man front sometimes, ask your, your defensive line to win their assignments so that the back seven, the back eight can you know drop back cover. And then you have a, situ- a similar situation uh, from last week versus Joe Mixon Anthony Barr, you're up again, right? I think Anthony Barr needs to be tasked, and I think he's obviously up to the task of kind of spying Saquon for the most part, playing him sideline to sideline, keeping him uh, at or behind the line of scrimmage as often as possible. There's a danger, an inherent danger to bringing additional help against uh, Daniel Jones. We're not saying that he's Lamar Jackson or Mike Vick or anything like that, but he is, in fact, much more of a mobile and and quarterback who can escape the pocket more so than Joe Burrow, more much more so than Tom Brady. So you have to be careful with that, especially if you're a Cowboys defense that has routinely been um, exposed by mobile quarterbacks over the past several seasons. Now, granted, you know, only one season plus if you count these two games under Dan Quinn. So I think Dan Quinn is much better at scheming for that than a a Rob Marinelli or most certainly a Mike Nolan. I I could scheme it better than Mike Nolan. But (laughs) at the end of the day, I think you have to play them straight up, play them honest, make sure you're not extending coverage windows, not asking too much because, and we'll get to this in a a little bit, your secondary is better than their receiving core. So don't help out their receiving core by extending windows and sending additional guys not named Micah Parsons unnecessarily. Play them straight up. Say, hey, we believe we're better than you. Prove otherwise.
2: <clears throat> yeah. As I watch the film, I don't know if everybody remembers this. Or I know you guys do, but fans out there. Who's their head coach? That's Brian Dable. Dable. Yeah. So he's... The Josh Allen he creator. He is, yeah. Mm. So... Put some respect on him. Fact. Right? I don't think that he has the personnel yet that he would like to have in that particular offense. I don't think he has all his goons yet, um, but he's working with what he has. So while they're figuring that out, while they're going through that until next year's draft and he can get more guys, he is running the most simplified version of Buffalo Bills 2018 to, to until 2021 offense that he can possibly put out there. Yeah. And it's working for him. And – the reads are simple. The schemes are simple. D- Dallas is going to have to play some discipline, football, and tackle because these guys are not trying to run by you. They're not trying to out-scheme out you. They're not trying to run trick plays. These guys are running a lot of crossing routes. They're running a lot of things to to, to mess up your responsibilities if you're not communicating properly. And it's simple for them. A lot of the stuff is the same scheme, different formation, and they're most likely not going to make a lot of mental errors. So they're relying on the, what they're doing to cause you to have some mental errors, which would give them the advantage. So as long as Dallas plays some disciplined defense, I think that they will be okay because our personnel is better than their personnel. Correct. We just can't give them opportunities via mistakes.
3: When so, we were so. watching the film yesterday, you you even said it. You were like, these guys run more crossing routes Dude. than anybody I've ever seen. Is that does that still stand true?
2: They're five and six yards deep, and it's just it's right. just just muddying just, up the waters. You just, have to communicate. You got to talk. These guys are running man beaters, but their man beaters can sit in zones, so you have to communicate very well. And they're not tripping. They're like, we'll go in this little bunch set. Uh-huh. We'll go in this condensed set. And they will work the dog on sidelines. We give ourselves as much space as possible. They're not starting wide and trying to run in. They're starting close and running out mm-hmm. and running across. So. Dallas is going to have to work a whole heck of a lot with the sound out here on the field, and they're going to have to work out there communicating, saying, hey, we got crosser, 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 sit, sit, sit. They want to dink and dunk you, and they are perfectly fine working their way down the field. Oh, and then they'll give it to that dude back there that if you don't, the first guy doesn't get to make the tackle, he'll make you pay. So... Respect the offensive coordinator. Don't necessarily have to respect
3: Danny Dimes and, and Saquon. I think yeah. you can handle those guys. But respect who's calling the plays for those guys. How easy does that make it on a quarterback? If there is some convolution at the second level and it's confusion and there's all this going on, easy, how man. easy? It's just it's it's freaking the football, right?
2: It's easy. They're, they're maybe running. If you going – most offenses are going into. Uh, a game plan with at least 150 plays. So, you're going into these games, into these game plans with 150 plays, and you'll run those 150 plays out of a bunch of different formations, a bunch of different personnel groupings. I would say those guys maybe have 75 plays, maybe 75 plays, and they just run them, run them, run them. We'll run it out of five wise, we we'll are running it out of four wise, we're we'll running out of two tights, we'll run it out of this motion, now this, and it's just, it looks different. It's so simple, but it looks different to the defense. So, Dan Quinn obviously has faced this before. He's going to have to make sure that these guys understand that, hey, don't complicate things. This is not anything different than right. what you've seen, right, yeah, right, right. right? But your responsibilities are the same. So don't confuse yourself and don't get stressed out.
1: And credit to this defense, they, they've they been tackling exceptionally well thus far in 2022. You know, you look at a guy like Donovan Wilson, for example, one of the, easily one of the best tacklers on, on the team. Uh, if he keeps this up, he I, I could say he would be one of the best tacklers in the league. Uh, plays well in space, reads, reads identifies and he drives through his tackles and he he typically lays the wood when he does so. Uh, don't go there. But, um, you know, this LVE, he's playing at the moment, Pro Bowl version of LVE. You look at, obviously, Micah Parsons is doing Micah Parsons things. But there are a lot of unsung heroes on this Cowboys defense when it comes to the discussion of tackling and not missing tackles that were routinely being missed in the pre-Dan Quinn era. So, great point by Isaiah. When you have so much traffic coming across uh, across the middle and those slants and those start in and go out, you got to make sure that you get your guy down. They're going to get four or five yards here and there. They're going to get four or five yards. But... Make sure that four-yard catch doesn't turn into a 19-yard catch. Make sure that three-yard catch doesn't turn into a third-down conversion on third yeah. and 11, something like that. You contain that long enough. There's your bend, but don't break. That's where your clamps can come in as they get closer to the end zone.
4: Yeah, piggyback on what Noce said. Dan Quinn's very happy right now with their tackling. There's very sound right now. I think Anthony Barr has had a big part of that. LVE has played very well so far. Their communication is usually on point. You know, I think he's he is big on talking in practice, and yeah. you see that at training camp. It's 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 majorly emph- emphasized. It would be nice to have Jaron Curse in this game for that reason, but you know Malik Hooker did a nice job with the with the green great, dot and great, and great. handling that pre snap communication and post snap as well. So um, we'll see. I mean, the Giants have had trouble moving the football and sc- and scoring points. And you know, the one thing the Cowboys defense has not done so far is get takeaways. And I just went back and look at I, I, I'm. I'm doing this on the fly here. But Daniel Jones, I believe, has seven career turnovers against the Cowboys. Oh, he's got some Eli in him. Yeah, in terms of interceptions, lost fumbles. And the Cowboys are due to get on track here with takeaways. I mean, they're tied yeah. for the second fewest. They've only got one. They should have had one last week. Um But this might be an opportunity. That's the one piece missing for them to really vault into. Wow, this defense is something. You
1: you can't even spell Daniel without Eli. So he'll give the
3: ball. He'll give the ball away. He'll give you opportunities to make plays. You just have to make those plays. To
1: to Rob's point.
3: Well, maybe that's the week. This is the week to get back on track with those turnovers. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about that. If the turnovers don't come, let's say they don't get back on track, do they still have enough? to slow down Daniel Jones and to, to give their offense an opportunity, multiple opportunities, to go and win the football game. When we come back with more Talking Cowboys. Real sweet,
2: Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little
3: Sweets says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way.
0: So sweet. Unique. Baby, there's nothing
3: better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something
0: that deserves a Dr. Pepper.
3: The
2: Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org.
0: The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and 5 championships shows us what success looks like. Where Turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details.
3: Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. Seymour.com. Do more Esseloor on talking Cowboys. The mic toss is back. We're back on track with our Esseloor yeah, reads. Yesterday too, we did. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. On my way up from the floor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, mm. it's, yeah. On it's on there. Yeah, it's on there. Uh, I was just talking to Rob P. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are really excited about Dallas' his offense, and you know the weapons are coming back, and you know everybody likes to, you know. Use a baby wipe to rain on a parade of, of Danny Dimes and the Giants. But, uh, you know, I give every team respect. It's NFL. I give every team respect. As you shoot. The Dallas Cowboys have scored how many points this year? 23. 23 points. Mm-hmm. How many points have the New York Giants scored this year? As much as they're, they're struggling. 23?
3: 40. Oh. <laughs> well, it's
2: just... 20 a game. It's not...
3: They had 24. I yeah. had 3 right. with Dak. Had a 21, 20 <laughs> win over Tennessee, which is a really it's a good Tennessee good ball team. club, but they are 0 2 yeah. Uh and then you beat the Panthers 19 to 16 and the Barely. Panthers are not very good. No, 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 and, no. And, and the Panthers had the lead on them I, two for a good while. Totally
2: jump. different opponents. I get it. And right. You can never equal cool it up and say okay, this team is the same as good as this team because you're it's different matchups, okay? But the reality is, right? The science mm. is it's 20 points for Dallas. Forty points or forty-three points for for New York. So I say that to say as much as confident as you should be in your personnel. Again, I'm going to lean on who is calling the plays for them. He's going to try to find a way. He's gonna find a way to score some points. Even as good as this Dallas defense is. The question remains, can Dallas put up the points? No. Right? And I know we'll get to that tomorrow, but yeah. like you're going to have to outscore these guys. Even if you hold them to to three touchdowns, you're going to have to outscore these guys. You're giving them three? You're going to have to outscore these guys. Yeah, we'll get uh, get to that that tomorrow. Yeah, we'll get to that tomorrow because (laughs) the reality is how many points has Dallas given up? Dallas has given up 36 points this year. Right, we've given up thirty-six How many points. Touchdowns? One, one
4: touchdown in each game. Yeah. One it's, touchdown per it's thirty-six between, points.
1: But do you think Daniel Jones is better? Uh, and Daniel Jones's offense, even under Brian Dable, is better than Joe Burrow and everything's Tom mad, Brady.
2: Everything's. I, I don't look at no. things like that because the reason why? But yeah because look. I know you don't because your team when you face me. Might be totally different than when you face well, and that, team. Right? That's true. Personnel differences, scheme differences, right? There, there's things within each person's system, whether it's personnel or scheme, that's going to expose you, right? So some, the same thing that's your weak point when you face me might not be the same when you face somebody else. So I never look at it that way. I look at the NFL as a week to week basis. But I, you, I know a lot of people look at it as, oh, they, they exactly. beat this team, they beat it. It, it doesn't matter. But, that's why playoffs are playoffs because you might beat up. Who who just would beat up on the Rams? Uh freaking Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo beat up on the Rams. But if freaking, I don't even know, whoever plays the Rams, they might get beat up. Right? So I mean it's just it just depends on who you are and who you how you're facing that team. So I don't look at things that way, but all I'm saying is people better put some respect on Brian DeBole and understand that he is a freaking smart, one of the best offensive minds in this game of the last five years. Yeah,
4: and I wasn't I wasn't trying to do that. because yeah. I, th- I think Mike Kafka, they're doing a good job, and, and what they're talking about up there is that there's more motion in the offense, more than what Jason Garrett had. Mm-hmm. Th- it's a little more creative. I'm just saying I feel like this game is going to be kind of similar to the first two games we've seen because I feel like the Cowboys defense can – can do enough to keep it close and keep it low-scoring. Because mm-hmm. I think both teams are in a situation right now where they're struggling to sustain drives right. and, and get points. They've gotten a lot of field goals from Graham Gano. He's kind of been their MVP so far. I think Daniel Jones can make plays. Um, And and I liked how they stuck with the run in the second half. It was kind of like Dallas. It was kind of like, look, we're, we're struggling offensively, but we're not going to get away from the run. And they kept going with Saquon Barkley, and I think that kind of helped them out yep. last week. But I do think this, this kind of has another feel of – First team to 20, first team to 21, 23 points, something like that, because I think both defenses are the strength of each other's team.
1: And and, and here's here's where I land on it, right? Based on what you just said, how you play this team is not how you're going to play my Mm -hmm. team. That's absolutely correct. But that means you also kind of made my point because, yeah, they've scored 40. They have, you know, three touchdowns, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but they've not played Michael Parsons yet. They've not played a defense of this magnitude yet. I've I've credited Brian Dable as much as anyone has. I've actually defended the playmaking ability of Daniel Jones, while wow, which is equally true, he will throw the ball away. He, he will fumble. He's a better
4: quarterback than he
1: was than in he 2019, was. 2020. Correct. He is. That said, this this personnel set defense from the Cowboys versus offense for the Giants. The offense has offensive line problems. Right? They don't have the playmakers. Kenny Galladay is is smelling like Roy Williams, the, the receiver. <laughs> in, in cowboy in the Cowboys uniform, he's e- easily the biggest bust of the of most recent free agency. He's not playing. I mean, right, and yeah. that's there, Kadarius Tony, zero receiving yards. I, we know what Tony did to, to Dallas, right? But zero receiving yards. He was in the doghouse with the previous regime, Joe Judge, and now Brian Dable isn't even thinking about Kadarius Tony. But that said, keep an eye on him because that could be a trick <laughs> in the bag. Right? Careful. <laughs> um, but I say all that to say. The Giants, they're 2-0, and they demand respect, 100% agree. Because at this level, everybody commands it. However, at the end of the day, the respect will only take you so far yeah. when you have a Micah Parsons, when you have a Trevon Diggs, a, you know, Malik Hooker, Donovan Wilson, and coordinating all of this, Anthony Barr, LV East. I mean, the list goes on and on, and then coordinating all this, coordinate, you got to coordinate.
3: Yeah. Coordinating so,
1: all of this is Dan
3: freaking Win. I agree. I take Quinn over Dable every day of the week. Complete, completely agree. Tennessee doesn't have the defense Dallas does. Panthers don't have the defense Dallas does. 40 points isn't even that great against those two defenses I did, combined. I, I hear you It's guys. really not that great. Listen you here. I'm not, the I'm not doubting Dable. I'm not nope. doubting his play-calling ability. But you said it yourself. They don't have his guys yet. Nope. And they pure and simple Facts. don't. I don't care – Who's on the other side of the football right now? The Dallas Cowboys, even with a backup quarterback, should beat this team by 20. They're still not very good. Wow. I, I, this team I, is I don't, not very good. I'm not going that far. They're 2-0. No, no, no. no, I, no. Mean, I'm, I'm, I, I understand. But you just beat the freaking AFC reigning champion. Say it with your chest, Kyle. You just beat <laughs> – you, you, you gave Tom Brady – a, an opportunity on the his offensive side of the football Get him. to give you the game. Your offense didn't pick it up. Get him. The defense was good enough to win that game against Tampa Bay. Your offense didn't play well enough. Your offense can score on this New York Giants defense. Even as bad as they've been, you can still win this game by multiple touchdowns. Science. I don't care who you guys are, saying, are on the other side of the football. Persona- it's not the listen. same. This Personnel isn't Tampa and execution. Bay. This isn't Cincinnati. This it's is not. the New York Giants. I, I Personnel yeah. and execution.
1: Personnel and execution. The 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 orchestrator of it all, the maestro, Brian Dable, could be a genius. Could be. We've seen it happen with Belichick. Belichick is arguably and sometimes inarguably the best coach ever, right? And he struggles when his players and his personnel aren't, when his personnel and his execution on the field don't marry, okay? It happens. It doesn't matter who's on the sideline when the execution is failing. All that's going to happen is that very talented mind in Brian Dable, as talented as it is, He's going to be frustrated, red in the face, yelling at guys like, what's going on? This is a Cowboys defense that can fluster, frustrate, dishearten, and and just outright defeat and take the heart. You saw Joe Burrow, who to me – is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has more escapability, but grade. Joe Burrow is the better quarterback. Yep. Early in the first quarter, Joe Burrow looked like he was ready to take his helmet off and just go to week three. Absolutely. Like it just wasn't after, working after out well. sacked
2: thirteen got times and I, and in two I, games. I, I, I would too. Right,
1: and I'm, not, <laughs> and I'm not even. But Daniel Jones's offensive line isn't fantastic. He sacked thirteen either. times. Escapability. Not yet. It's escapability. Scheme. That's what I'm trying to help you guys understand.
2: They're not going to sit back. No. All I'm saying with, is the I, scheme I've could said, be great. Let me let me stand behind my statements. I know we got to get off the air. I'm saying, personnel-wise, Dallas is far and above. Far. Better. I'm saying Dan Quinn and nobody's going to stand on the table more for Dan Quinn than me. I was stood on the table when his name was brought up before he was even hired, mm. All right? Yeah, go back to the old talking Cowboys, yeah. right? So, understand, I'm not. I'm just speaking on the reality. The reality is they got to show up and do it. And I'm Great. not. I'm not going to say Absolutely. that they're going to sit up here and blow this team out. Because I've seen it. Yeah, I, would, I, would I say have that. freaking seen it. So you, if you map. overlook a team like this, you will get slapped in your face. Oh, and by the way, it's a rivalry game. I was going to say first and foremost, <laughs> exactly. it's an yeah, NFC. You know what I'm saying? I, so, exactly. I haven't seen yeah, enough. So first and foremost, so so an Cowboys offense. Thank, yeah. thank you. Thank right you.
3: Now. See, but that's not but, well. That's not the prediction. That's what they should do. Right. That's what should happen. Should they? Heck yes. They should hold Daniel Jones to under ten points and blow this team out of the water. I'm saying under ten. Yes. Okay. They should blow this team out of the water. Will they? I was on this it's side of the different table question. until you have to show it. Dallas has not way. shown <laughs> this
2: year. <laughs> this year, twenty twenty two, Dallas has not shown the ability to blow anybody out the water offensively.
3: That's the only. See, that's but the I'm kicker. saying that's defensively, the they're, they're never getting offensively.
1: Off the... They should hold Daniel Jones. That's what in this I'm talking. I'm not talking about the offense. I
3: said the offense has had troubles yeah.
2: earlier in my right. rant. You, you, I said so so that. you held. You held freaking Tampa Bay to five field goals in the first five possessions. Exactly. And then what?
1: So. I'm with Cal on this point in that this Cowboys defense can... This is in can, Tampa Bay.
3: This is New York. Oh, okay. this,
1: this Cowboys defense can and should hold Daniel Jones and that that I Giants offense to 10 points or less, but in that, and I, I could... The, the Cowboys should win this game, but because of the question marks on offense, and we'll see if Michael Gallup is back, I think that's going to be a huge factor as well as far as the you know how prolific or not the Cowboys offense is. I'm not going to give the prediction, but I don't see it being a blowout until the offense shows me
3: more, but Easily should be a victory. Yeah. Rock, rock fight. If you lose Maybe. if you lose this game, <laughs> are you frustrated as Cowboys? You nature.
2: should be. Absolutely. More so, so, than, if you, more so, so than, than if you would have lost to
3: the Bengals. We points, talked about that. To
2: all you guys' points, you held freaking TB12, the best quarterback to ever play this game, to five freaking field goals. You want to talk about stopping somebody and frustrating somebody, and it still wasn't enough yeah. with your number one quarterback. Oh, I know. So don't overlook a team that are scoring more points than you're scoring. You know why it wasn't enough with the number <laughs> one? Like, know, you know that's why all was? I'm saying, regardless no, of no, who they played today, But you know why you it wasn't overlook. enough? Execution. Oh, my gosh. What's your number one? If, you, if, if the so Cowboys With out, your number listen, one. Execution if, with your number one. But it, But that permeates every
1: team. That's what I'm saying. The Cowboys aren't the only team that Three. may not execute on any given Three. Sunday.
3: Three. Three points. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. This is against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This wasn't against the Tennessee Titans and the Carolina— And look
1: look what it took. Look how many mistakes and and execution issues it took for the Cowboys' defense to lose— where did Tennessee go last year? In that fashion, uh, they went to the first round yeah, the and then, top seed. Yeah, they were yeah, they top also, seed, but they lost. Yeah, they also had AJ Brown. Out. Okay, just like yeah, a different team. The AJ Brown that's doing just some like doing that's some good team. things in Philly. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is not the same it's Tennessee team, team. Uh, and, and struggled to score against the Panthers team. I'm just saying it's just like Dallas, and struggled to I stop, just stop Baker saying. Mayfield. I'm just Why you, saying you got? I'm just
2: saying don't make don't make Dallas seem like they're just that much better than everybody right now. No, I know. That's all I'm saying. I think it's I think it could be I think the defense is. The defense I understand. Is. I understand. I understand. Hope, offense, hope. maybe not. Hope. You, you say a lot of comments off of hope, but when you go to the facts, we haven't shown enough offensively. Right. And I don't. That's I don't, what I'm. That's all I'm saying. You Defensive and I are on I believe, the same page. Yeah, yeah I believe. and we all along? And we all All right. All right. All right. We gotta all right, along. We gotta go. go. We, yeah. gotta
3: agree on go. we gotta get out of here. Defenses. I think we're kind of saying the same thing. The nah, defense you, you is You went dominated. out on a limb. You went out on a limb. Listen, I did go out yeah. on a limb because I think this defense is good enough it, to lead you to a blowout win. It could happen. This, this is a Super Bowl listen, caliber listen. defense. Period. <laughs> no, this <laughs> cow, this hey, is a Super Bowl caliber shh, defense. Let me let me talk. That's let me facts. talk. Let me talk. That's a fact. They are way better on the defensive side of the football than anybody else in this division. Agreed. Anybody else? Agreed. They are really really good defensively. They're going to win you football games. They forced six turnovers against this Giants team last year, and that still wasn't enough. Everybody's entitled to a bad game. What happens when that happens? then you lose, and we're going to talk about it on Monday regardless. But there tomorrow go. we're going to talk about the Cowboys' offense and how they can get off the ground in order to make that happen because mm. this should be a win for the Cowboys no matter what you spin. should say it. How it's going to end up, it's going to end up that way. For Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Standback, Barry, or, ooh, Barry Oh, Going back to pregame live. What Patrick Walker, happening? I'm Kyle Romans. We'll see ben you tomorrow Trump. here on Talking Cowboys presented by Black here. Rifle Coffee company. Isaiah, get some sleeves. <laughs>